Proactive Athletes is the premier place that empowers student athletes to overcome the challenges of college sports recruitment. Their unparalleled expertise and influential network will guide you towards realizing your fullest potential. At Proactive Athletes, they understand that each student athlete is unique, facing their own set of obstacles. That's why their dedicated team takes the time to comprehend your individual needs, providing a comprehensive hands-on approach tailored to your success. With their personalized attention and unwavering support, they ensure your satisfaction every step of the way. Through their vast network, they have successfully connected with over 2.3 million coaches, giving your child's profile the exposure it deserves. In fact, their student-athletes' profiles have been viewed by an astounding 716,000 coaches, solidifying their reputation as the go-to platform for recruitment. What sets them apart is their data-driven approach, allowing them to make informed decisions that result in better outcomes for their student-athletes. By harnessing the power of data, they maximize your child's chances of success as they embark on the next chapter of their athletic journey. Join the ranks of proactive athletes and unlock your true potential. Let them amplify your talent, connect you with coaches that want you but may not have known about you, and pave the way for your future success. Together, they will defy the odds and ensure that your dreams become a reality. Don't wait any longer. Get proactive in your child's recruitment process today by visiting proactiveathletes.com. And make sure you use Shark Effect 10 for 10% off. But if we can start working with the resistance against versus against it, then we can start introducing some things that they don't like slowly and incrementally until it becomes enough of a habit to where they actually enjoy it because now they see the outcome. Welcome to the Shark Effect. I'm your host, Alex Molden. I'm a former NFL veteran, and now I'm a leadership and personal development speaker and coach. In this podcast, you will hear inspirational and humorous stories from leaders of all walks of life, from current and former professional athletes, coaches, authors, experts, executives, and successful business owners. Discover how these leaders not only overcame obstacles, but also learned core principles that led to their success when leading others. My guest this week on The Shark Effect is Mo Nabolsi. Now, Mo is a peak performance coach. He helps people get in peak performance, both physically and mentally. And he's worked with CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and he helps them uh, use strategies to enhance their effectiveness. And he uses this three-step process that I'm going to let him go ahead and dive in once we get going. But uh, he uses a combination of neuroscience, practical knowledge, nutrition, uh, strength training and coaching and psychology. And so, you know, we had a very interesting um, conversation and I was I was blown away and I know you will be, too. So without further ado, let's dive into our conversation. My man, Mo, thank you for being a guest on the Shark Effect, my man. Really appreciate you coming on. Absolutely, man. I'm honored to be here. Yeah, thank you. yeah. So, you know, just kind of going off of our last conversation, we talked about optimization and you have yeah. a unique uh, uh, talent on really helping people optimize them, themselves from a health perspective and then a mind perspective. 
So I want to dive into that, but I want to get you like your background. Can you share with us your background and how you got started down that path? Yeah. Uh, you know, I started, I was in uh, mixed martial arts uh, when I was very young, 11, 12 years old. And then uh, I started hitting the iron around 19. I wish I started sooner, but hey. Lifting um, weights and hitting the iron. Lifting weights. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. The iron paradise. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, my, my sanctuary. Um, and, you know, I just fell in love with it. I, I, I actually was uh, my first um, coach, I guess you could call him was a retired, um, he played college football. And at the time he was in real estate, so a very successful man. But, you know, he taught me the fundamentals of the bench press, the squat, the deadlift. And, uh, you know, took that and I started learning and I hired coaches, I hired nutritionists and dietitians, and um, I just soaked up knowledge and information. Um, and it, it was always a, a passion and it was a habit. It was never an income producing thing. It was just something that I thoroughly enjoyed and that I was absolutely addicted to anything that you would catch me reading had something, some science that delved around the mind, the brain, the body, nutrition, program design, what have you. Um, luckily I've been blessed to be around some pretty incredible people. One of my best friends, um, is an incredible, incredible strength coach. Um, just moved to Texas, still owns a, a gym up here in, in, in Portland to Walton area. Um, but, uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of like the sum of it all. It, no matter what I did in my life, what business venture I was in, um, fitness, health, nutrition, strength, all of that was always at the cornerstone, um, of my attention. And you got into some other things as well, right. In terms of, uh, marketing and, and whatnot. Yeah. 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 So I, uh, I come from a family of entrepreneurs, uh, you know, I've, I've been involved in anything from gas stations, smoke shops. Uh, uh, what else? I, I was in my family car business for, for a number of years. And, you know, I was blessed to be able to learn the inner workings, right? How to, how to manage, you know, how to do the job itself, you know, whether it be sales, customer service, management, um, the ins and outs. I always tell people, if, if you want to learn how to run a business, go work for somebody that doesn't have a big business, um, but maybe they're doing two, $3 million a year, and you're able to see every single outlet and facet of that business so you can learn every little thing. doesn't mean you have to be a master of all of those things, but to be able to understand like the financial portion, the customer care portion, the sales portion, the management portion, and the overall leadership portion of the whole bit, and then how to scale and all that that comes you know, further down the line, it is such a, you're just not going to learn that anywhere else. You're just, you're not, you're going to learn it in books. You're not going to learn it in school. You got to learn through osmosis. You got to be able to find someone and just completely mirror them as best as you can and absorb it. So, you know, I was fortunate that I come from that background. Um, at the time I didn't know, um, really what I had, I knew, I knew it was a skill. I knew that I was learning skills, but I didn't know just how valuable those skills were. Um, so once I left the, uh, the family biz side of things, mm -hmm. um, in the midst of all that, I had been tinkering with uh, digital marketing. So search engine optimization, you know, PPC, pay-per-click advertising and all that kind of stuff, um, it, which eventually led me to start running uh, built an agency around uh, working with real estate brokers and mortgage brokers 
And then that led into more diversification with pretty much any other type of business that either needed acquisition of sales, leads, um, product placement, brand recognition. Uh, that was kind of my thing. And there was a, there was a moment in time where I was slightly passionate about it, but it was not the thing that made me get up every day. It was a means to an end. It was very monetarily driven, um, just numbers. And I wanted to hit a goal and this is what I wanted to make. And that was it. And I guess subconsciously, I always knew that wherever this was going to end, it was going to help build the thing that I really want to build, which is this coaching company, right? It's being able to help finance and, and nurture uh, financially the thing that I really want to do that I feel like I was put on this earth to do. Um, whether I'm the best at it or not, because I, like, here's the thing, there's always going to be someone smarter, faster, stronger, better than you. But the message that you can convey, the people that you can surround yourself with, the team that you can build, you know, what's, that's a, like, okay, I, I want to talk about that real quick because there are so many people that restrict themselves and hold themselves back, myself included, because we have this notion that, well, this guy is, knows so much more than me, or this guy on YouTube is brilliant, or this coach over here, like I, I look and sound like a fool if I'm trying to do something that they're already doing at a much higher level. Cool. Here's a reality. There are so many people in this world that they haven't touched yet. Mm -hmm. they, the, the access is just not there. So leverage the skills that you have, build upon the skills that you want to build upon, and then understand that you can surround yourself with people that can help encourage you, or if you want to build a team or whatever the case may be, but at the, at the cornerstone of it all, understand that no matter what you think, there are so many lives that you can touch. Like this is, this is my eye opener. People for need to hear your voice. That's right. People want to hear 1, your voice, your story. Yep. Oh yeah. And, and my biggest thing was when I had a conversation just about like nutrition, like really basic stuff with some of my uh, friends of friends, like real basic stuff, like understanding the whole one gram of protein per pound of body weight, the, the, the idea of a deficit. Like I'm talking like, like nutrition 101, right? Mm -hmm. Stuff like you and me, we totally understand. It blew their mind. It absolutely blew their mind. And they were taking notes like I was their professor. <laughs> and it was that, it was at that moment where I was like, there are a lot of people that are either misinformed or uninformed or because of the abundant amount of information that is so scattered on the interwebs we have mm -hmm. a limited amount of capacity to be able to understand which is the real information versus what's not the real information so at that point i i turned myself into a catalyst i'm like i'm not the brightest guy in the room when it comes to this stuff but i will absorb everything i will direct people to the right information and i will surround myself with the experts in every single one of these genres. And by doing mm. so, I can lead people down a path that is going to help them be better. And that was it. Love it. I love that. And talking about being better, like I, the, uh, the optimization. And we talked about this just in terms of like nutrients. And, and right. as we get older and some of the things that we might be lacking, that we can just simply add this a little bit of this, a little bit of that, that we can optimize ourselves and start becoming better. And I know that you, you know, you talked about your, um, uh, I don't know if it was experiment, but what made you, you know, lose, lose weight and what that took. Can we talk a little bit about that? 
Yeah. So for me, the, I guess the introduction to it all was um, understanding what hormones do and then actually getting tested and getting some blood work done to realizing what, what my hormone levels were. So testosterone, estradiol, estrogen, progesterone, and, and, and then lipid profiles. And I don't want to get too scientific, but there's a lot of things that can come into play with how you feel, um, level of concentration, uh, you know, whether or not you're like depressed, sad, um, no motivation, uh, you know, uh, poor sleep quality, insomniac, not being able to, uh, put on any good lean muscle tissue, um, just a myriad of things. And the primary cause and the culprit for that is low testosterone. That's just one factor when it comes to hormone, uh, understanding. And so, yeah, at age 30, I got my hormones levels checked and my, my testosterone total and, uh, free testosterone was so low that I, I was compared to a 75 year old woman. So that was cool. Uh, so <laughs> it was pretty, pretty drastic. And I guess the weight loss came from doing the things that I already been disciplined on doing, which is having a clean diet, understanding how I should train, why I, why I train. And, and, and then, but really just imagine going from being an insomniac to sleeping. What is the greatest, what is greatest, what is the greatest source of regenerating muscle tissue and recovery sleep? I didn't have it. So like there's simple things, like they're very, very simple things going into more of like understanding the chemical makeup of your brain, which is what my co coaching is really go to geared towards out, aside from the hormone replacement therapy um, is that we're all different. And, and, and I'm sure you've, somebody's been across somebody that has either had some sort of fight with depression um, or, or someone that's just really lethargic or someone that just doesn't have that. Oomph, like they're just, I don't want to say lazy because, but let's mm -hmm. just call it laziness to the sense where you had, no oomph to get you out of bed, to be able to do the things you want to do, to be able to conquer your life, make your life better, whatever the case may be, whether you're entrepreneur, career driven, whether you just work at a job, as long as you have something that's moving you forward. But a lot of people tend to not have that uh, propeller that is moving them forward. And a lot of people blame themselves or they get blamed for just, oh, you're just lazy or, oh, you just need to snap out of it. Stop being depressed, this out of the other. They don't understand that it's, it's either too much of something in their brain or too little or something's just completely missing. And so mm -hmm. if we can identify what those things are, then we can remedy that problem. Now, that's only just a first step, right? It's not going to be the end all be all. The other thing is that your gut, your gut is something that people don't even think about. Um, first and foremost, you've got over 100 million neurons firing in there and they're sending signals to your brain. <clears throat> Now, your primary gland that dictates hormones is your pituitary gland. And <clears throat> if, if you're not able to send a clean signal up to your brain from your stomach, from your gut, then you're limiting yourself or not limiting yourself, but you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for a lot of problems like that you may not even know of today. You may not even feel any of these things. Maybe you're just young and you feel good all the time. Give it five to 10 years you could have some serious problems, serious issues. A lot of the food that we eat cause inflammation, processed foods, you know, foods that have GMOs, um, you know, too much meat, not enough fiber, not enough this. And we've, we've been on so many different, we've heard so many different diets, ketogenic, the carnivore now, and we've got, 
you know, going vegetarian, vegan, you have all, you hear all these stories like, oh, I went vegan and within a month, all my inflammation is gone. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to go away. But the thing mm. is you cannot sustain it. And if you can't sustain it, you're going to start having a myriad of other issues down the line because you're lacking a lot of minerals that you can only get from meat. It's just like mm. too much of one thing is never good, but a right balance. Now, your particular neurological profile could be, you could be like, hey, you do really, really well on high protein, high fat. Could be. Could be that your, your, your best type of diet is a vegetarian diet or a Mediterranean diet or a ketogenic diet. I don't know, right? But the whole process of this is understanding that we're gonna go with the grain versus against the grain. We're gonna try to get as close as we can to your chemical makeup, your DNA, your RNA, trying to figure out what's the best source of nutrition for you, the best form of, of exercise and how frequently you should and the type of exercise you should be doing, right? As well as mm -hmm. some supplements that can help aid a lot of the loss that we don't get in today's foods like magnesium, like we've talked about last time is one yeah. of the biggest ones. If you just do a Google search <clears throat> and look for how, you know, the quality of magnesium in today's earth soil, it's like almost zero. It's just, there's not enough of it to be able to get it from our food. And most of the time in the U S the soil is going to be filled with chemicals and hormones anyway. So why would you want it, right? Unless you're going to go for organic. And a lot of times you don't know if it's really organic. And the big misconception with grass fed is if it's not grass fed and grass finished, then you're just paying a premium for something that was fed barley. It just has a name you know for I mean? it. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it, it just, it all depends. And it's a, it's simple, but it's complex at the same time, because it's not like, Hey, this is the sheet. This is the formula. You're going to follow this. You're going to be okay. Just like anything in life, it's forever changing. You're just going to have to keep modifying it to fit your own, to fit you really just yeah. the, the uniqueness of who you are. Gotcha. So, so here's a question. Like, how do we get this assessment? How do I find out what type of, um, you know, the chemicals in my brain, what type of food should I be eating? What type of exercise should I be doing? You know, for me being 47 year old washed up football player, how do I find this out? You give me a call. We'll get you squared away. <laughs> I love it. Do I get what, what's up? Do I get blood work? So, you know, no, so we can do blood work. That's not always the, that's not the first step. The first step is that we put you through a pretty rigorous 30, 40 minute assessment. Okay. Uh, and then once we get you through the assessment, it kind of gives us a, a general guideline of where we need to go. And, um, and then a couple other things like age plays a role, you know, energy levels, uh, sleep routine, your nutrition right now, exercise routine, you know, what are the habits that you're currently doing? What are the vices that you currently have? Um, like, are you a smoker? Do you drink? Do you this, do you that? Everything has an effect on your, your hormone levels and everything has an effect on, you know, how little you have of something or how, how too much you have of something. But the first thing that we do is we get you started with an assessment and then we go from there. Uh, whether or not you want to do blood work, that's all going to be determined on, on you, really. Um, mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not necessary, but I will say, I will say if you're over 40, you should definitely get it done for sure. Mm -hmm. If you're over 30, maybe if you feel something's off, like I was 30, I felt something was off. 
Well, my wife told me something was off in a mm-hmm. nice way. <laughs> but, uh, 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 but if you're over 40, definitely, for sure. Like if you, if you feel like you can't sleep, you don't have energy, you're not motivated, even though motivation is a fleeting thing. I, I don't really... Mm-hmm. Um, but let's say you can't create a habit or you're lacking discipline. Um, you know, you're all over the place, you know, ADD to the max attention deficit disorder is literally just a lack of certain things in your brain. And we can remedy that. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I am telling you, we could talk for years, not days for years on big pharma and what you can do naturally to you know, what chemical thing, well, you know, what kind of chemicals can we introduce, right? So like chemistry, like testosterone, synthetic form of testosterone, synthetic form of nandrolone or synthetic form of HCG, like we can go on and on and on, but those are only necessary when they are necessary, but just putting you on pills for attention deficit disorder or depression or this or that, when all it is, is just an imbalance that we can remedy. My God. Mm. It's it's boggling, man. Wow. So what typically do us in, let's say in the U S what are some of the things that we're, that we're missing in terms of like nutrition wise, or you said minerals, Well, what are some of the things we, that, especially being up here, like in the Northwest, it's environment, man. I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. Okay. Let's say you want to go on a diet. You want to lose 10 pounds. Well, if your house is full of chips, candy bars, and ice cream, I don't care how strong of a will you have, you're going to have one heck of a bout going at it. You just are. Mm-hmm. You're, you've, you've surrounded yourself with temptations. You've mm-hmm. surrounded yourself with temptations based on the environment that you've created for yourself. So the U.S., same thing. The United States, what's the one thing that we are known for as far as food? accessible fast food on every freaking corner that's our (laughs) problem that's our problem we we have created an environment for accessibility for things that lack zero nutrition okay that Mm -hmm. will actually hurt you and could kill you and can be harmful to like everybody that's around you because here's the thing it becomes I don't want to say hereditary, but if you go get fast food, your kids see that you get fast foods, they're going to start eating. Fa- now, I'm not saying not to eat junk from time to time. We're human beings. I, you know, I love pizza. I love cheeseburgers. I love, I love pastas. You know, I love, I'm a chip guy. Like I don't have a big sweet tooth, but a nice potato chip, I can eat the whole bag in one sitting. That's my thing. But uh-huh. suffice it to say, if you're trying to 90% of the time, eat to fuel your body versus eating food that's literally killing your body. You know, like mm. you're, you're just, all you're doing most of the time when you're eating fast food is you're slowly rotting your flesh from the inside. Like it sounds disgusting, but that's oh, what's happening. Oh my goodness. Right. So you have to understand that you got to eat food that is either living. Like one of the simplest thing you could do right now that takes almost to no effort. If you're trying to lose weight or trying to eat clean is get rid of all the crap that's in your house. Number two, Get on a good green drink, right? Like I'm not talking, taking out your, you know, your blender and you're going to go buy the fruits and vegetables and do all that nonsense. Just, you can order on Amazon. There's a lot of good products. I could send you some names that I recommend, but a good green drink that, you know, it's mixed with like kale and all the grief, uh, greenery and, 
and like the high antioxidant fruits. You take one a day, you get all your fruits and vegetables days worth, you know, in a glass. You well, hold on, hold on. So, okay, so let's do that. So let's say keeping it simple. Yeah. Like a kale, so kale, ice. Well, it's, it's, it's a, a green drink here. I'll tell you the one that I like. A green drink. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's see here. Because I used to, man, I used to, I used to do um, like my protein. So a protein, uh, protein power, but I would have kale in it. I have bananas. I I, I like peanut butter. So I put peanut butter in there and with almond milk and ice. Is that okay? Yeah, that's good. I don't know if you can see that. What is that? That is green superfood. Yeah. So one of my favorite brands that I've liked their flavor. First of all, a lot of these products, they're really gritty um, or they don't blend well. This you can literally serve with a spoon and it blends beautifully and it tastes really good. So this has, they have different variety. There's some for, you know, specifically like defense, immune system, this, that, or the other. This is an all around one. Um, that's just an antioxidant. And, and what's so the name of it, one, Mo? One scoop. Uh, it is called Amazing Grass. Just okay. go to Amazon, amazing grass. They've got a myriad of different types. The one that I take is green superfood, but um, one scoop is your daily dose of vegetables and fruits and it's all mm-hmm. organic. Okay. Um, but let me just kind of tell you, so they've got, I mean, you can get a detox supply, a, a green superfood uh, detox. You could do antioxidant, immunity, energy, uh, multivitamin. I mean, there's just, there's a myriad of different ones. But the whole point of this is, is that outside of protein intake, this is getting you your organic greens in every single day, the, the, the daily dose of fruits and vegetables. And you can take it twice a day and go ham, whatever you want. But I take it first mm-hmm. thing in the morning on an empty stomach. As far as protein goes, you know, whey protein in particular, it, it's, it, it digests very quickly. So the best time to take away protein is, uh, you know, typically um, following like some sort of activity, right? Whether it be exercise, hike, walking, whatever the case may be. Playing sports, Like right after, whatever. or do I have like a certain time frame to have like an hour or two or, so, or 30 minutes? A, so yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of, I'll touch on the big myth of like, you gotta have your protein shake within the 30 minute window, um, <laughs> which is the old bodybuilding, you know, mantra. So. That stems from an actual validation point when it comes to science. So what happens is for a natural trainee, okay? I'm not talking about someone that's on PEDs that's enhanced, right? But natural trainee, there's nothing in your system other than the general supplements, right? Yeah. Um, you, you have a very limited window of reaching protein synthesis during your exercise. And it's generally towards the end of your exercise. I would say about 40 minutes into it, 35 to 40 minutes into your training, you're starting to, your body's starting to get into protein synthesis. Protein synthesis is when your muscles are starting to repair. They're in the process of repairing the tissue and rebuilding them, whether it be stronger, bigger, full, or whatever the case may be from the previous session that you've had. So if you have a limited window of, of recovery. Okay. Which could be no more than 20, 30 minutes. That's where the whole, you got to have your protein shake like immediately after your workout. My opinion 
is to start drinking it 30 minutes into your workout. Mm. That would be my recommendation because 30 to 40 minutes is a sweet spot of you starting to go into protein synthesis and your body's starting to repair tissue. So you want to feed it something that will absorb quickly. If you had a meal, your body's going to take too long to digest it. It would not go to help repair and aid the muscles at all. It would be, it would be way, way too, way too late. So, you know, a, a fast dissolving, um, digestible thing like whey protein, like a whey protein isolate, um, would work best in my opinion. And if you want to mm. add peanut butter and ice and all that, that's totally fine. All you're adding is some additional carbohydrates and some good fats. That's going to make you feel fuller longer. Um, and that's totally fine. Uh, as far as like protein, you know, the one gram per pound of body weight rule. Yes and no. I agree with it. And I disagree with it at the same time. It, it's really dependent on you. So for instance, you know, you may, uh, you know, 135, year, 135 pound woman, let's say she, she trains moderately intensely three, four days a week. She may be only be able to process 20 grams of protein at a time, but a 225 mm -hmm. pound man with let's say 185 pounds of lean muscle tissue can probably consume and digest and process 40 to 50 grams of protein in one sitting. So it just depends on really like who you are and, and how much, cause that's the thing, like the more muscle tissue you have on your frame, right? So if I'm 220 pounds and 185 pounds of it is lean muscle tissue, then my body, whatever I'm feeding it, it's a good portion of it is being revved up and used as energy or recovery, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's a well-oiled machine. But if I'm a, if I'm 225 pounds and only hundred pounds of my, of my, uh, skeletal muscle, muscle tissue, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, of my weight is muscle tissue, only hundred pounds. And it's not working as efficiently. That means I have 120 pounds or 125 pounds of fat, right? Mm, yeah. So that's not good. That means I'm storing a lot more than I am using. So the first thing would be <clears throat> to work, to, to fix the efficiency. That's where the, the brain, the gut, and then the nutrition and everything. So you got to it all has its play, but to simplify things, if you take a green drink every day, that's going to help you substantially. Cause if you're not doing that right now and you're not getting enough greens and like, that's like, that's just going to help you. The second thing, gotcha. if you are training and you're exercising, you're trying to maximize growth, having a protein shake 30 minutes into your workout, sipping it, not chugging it, but sipping it throughout the end of your workout. That's going to be probably your best bet. If you're a natural trainee, the two mm. minerals, two vitamins, I recommend <clears throat> everybody should be taking a magnesium supplement and everybody should be taking a vitamin d3 supplement with k2 because without k2 um, the vitamin d the bioavailability is very 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 low um, and your body just cannot process it it's just like um, arginine so people who take pre-workouts they want the pump and mm -hmm. so like companies will stuff it with arginine because arginine is a precursor to vasodilation right the blood vessels swelling and getting more blood flow. So you get that pump. Um, the issue with that is that your body does not process arginine. So you can take all the arginine you want and it ain't going to do anything. So what you want to take is L-citrulline. L-citrulline converts into L-arginine, which then gives you that pump. So a lot mm. of, if you ever see a <clears throat> pre-workout or like a, 
any one of those fitness supplements that's just full of arginine, it's just a waste of your money because they're just dumping stuff that won't work. Mm, look at that. Yeah. So, so when you're working with, uh, you know, with your coaching and you're working with CEOs and entrepreneurs, what are some of the things that you're telling them to optimize themselves? Um, and not just talking about like with, with, um, you know, with their body, but what are some of the other things, you know, with the mind? And I know, you know, we talked about the gut, but is there something else that you're telling them to help them get a clear focus, whether it's habits or, or anything else? Well, here's the thing. So the, from the people that I have worked with and the people I'm hoping to work with, um, the reason why I specifically work and want to work with that type of uh, individual is majority of the time they, they have a, they have a drive that most people don't. Okay. It's, it's not easy going into business for yourself. It's not easy um, or working as a salesperson or anything, a contract job where you're not guaranteed any income. You actually have to work and you have to earn that income. Otherwise you don't eat. So it's, it's, it's a very hunting for your food type of mentality, right? Yeah. yeah. Athletes, same thing, right? So, so the thing is, is that if you've got that mentality, you know, majority of the time, not always, that they're going to be consistent and they're going to want to do the things that you tell them because they understand the light at the end of the tunnel, which is to be fully optimized, right? Body, brains, mm -hmm. whatever. So as far as like, what do I tell them? It's all dependent on where they are at, right? Um, a lot of times they don't need like motivational uh, protocols or anything like that. It's more systemic. Um, for instance, I'll give you an example. Uh, one of my previous clients, he hated working out. Like he absolutely loathed it. He worked from home. He owned an SEO agency, did really, really well. <clears throat> and then he just he hired people to manage it and he focused on building his podcast and, you know, writing books. Like that's what he wanted to do. You know, very well off guy. He's like, I'll do everything you want. I just don't like exercise. Once we, once we figured out um, his chemical structure and his chemical makeup, and we were able to aid him with nutrition, we were able to aid him with supplementation. We were able to help start to get his energy levels up and his mood started to change and everything started to change. Uh, we started introducing two 15 minute exercises at home with just some resistance bands. And that slowly increased to three 15 minute workouts to then four 15 minute workouts till eventually now he's working out four days a week for about an hour at a time and he's enjoying it. Right. Here's the thing. Mm. I couldn't have done that if everything hadn't been fixed prior. The whole purpose of this, this ideal is to work against the least amount of resistance. And so if I can take away the barriers, whether it be lack of energy because you're backed up in your gut, whether it be uh, the chemical structure in your brain has affected you to where you just, you don't have any motivation <clears throat> for exercise or this or that. It's hard to create habits. It's hard to instill habits and it's hard to get someone to do something they truly don't enjoy doing. But if we can start working with the resistance against versus against it, then we can start introducing some things 
that they don't like slowly and incrementally until it becomes enough of a habit to where they actually enjoy it because now they see the outcome. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And it sounds like, man, I mean, I know you're, you're passionate about, about what you're talking about in terms of like human performance and, you know, optimization so much that you have a podcast. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. It's uh, it's called Habits of the Few. What do you talk about on that, on your podcast? I, 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 uh, I guess the premise behind it is reverse engineering the psychology of achievement by interviewing elite performers in their respective fields, whether it be, you know, an athlete, a scientist, a doctor, an entrepreneur, a business owner. Uh, I, I essentially, we, we, we share their story and by sharing their story, we're able to learn what it took for them to find the success that they had, you know, that they had achieved. And it's really interesting because the, the common denominator is always some sort of pivotal point in their life where they just decide Mm. you just make the decision. It really is a choice. You make the decision and then you just push. And then the other thing is not having a plan B. I know that kind of sounds counterproductive, but look at it from this perspective. If you go into say, you want to, you want to, you want to build a business, you want to build a million dollar business in the back of your mind. You're like, well, if it doesn't pan out, plan B is I'll just go get a job at X, Y, and Z and I'll be okay. The issue with that is that you're setting yourself up for failure before you even start because you're giving yourself options. Don't give yourself options. <clears throat> it's either, it's either succeed or nothing. I always reference this cause I think it's funny, but it's so true. Curtis Jackson, 50 cent, get rich or die trying, right? Eminem, mm-hmm. same thing. A lot of these guys It's an all or nothing mentality. The reason why an all or nothing mentality works so well is because you're not giving yourself any options to fail. But that's the the thing. Right. But that's the thing. Like you learn, if you just have one option, you learn that failure is just part of the process. Now, what would have happened if you had a plan B or C? You start to fail. You're like, eh, I'm going to go here. This seems a little bit easier. Less resistance. I can do it. I get paid a nice salary, blah, 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 blah right? Mm-hmm. Versus the all or nothing mentality is, well, I fail, but I don't have any other choice. I got to keep going. So I'll figure it out. And most, most people, like when I started listening to people started listening to my commenting on my podcast, sending me messages and stuff. A lot of these kids that were in their mid twenties, like I didn't realize that there were so many fluctuations to like the financial part of being an entrepreneur. I'm like, Oh yeah. I'm like, they didn't realize that most of these really successful guys have made money, then lost it all, then made money, then lost it all, then made money, then lost it. I mean, I've had my own. I'm nowhere near <clears throat> that that you know that regime, but I I've definitely had a lot of peaks and valleys. But the thing that you never lose is the skill set that you've that you've learned, right? Mm-hmm. You can always make more money, but the things that you've learned to acquire that, it'll always be up here. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Mo, man, hey, I want to ask you this last thing because you you gave me some some, some great information. And 
I just want to say, is there anything else? What does that 22-year-old, 23-year-old, younger Mo, what were some of the things that, that the older Mo would tell that younger Mo or anybody else at that age? I've thought, I've honestly thought about this because at 22, I was an idiot. Um, Me too. <laughs> just wasted so much time. I would, uh, <clears throat> I did work a lot and I was learning indirectly, but what I would tell him is, I would literally tell my 22 year old self to grind 16, 17 hours a day and learn every, every freaking skill that you want to, to leverage in the future. It's not about making money. It's not about, um, you know, balling out. None of that. It's just literally high income skills, master as many as you can. So for instance, if you want to be, if you, if you, um, Let's say you want to be an incredible salesperson. Well, sales is one of the toughest gigs to get in. But at the same time, it has so many, it's so diversified that if you become an excellent storyteller, if you understand the psychology of the human mind, if, if you know how to read verbal cues, um, if, if you know how to convey your own story and being able to blend that in with their problems, their needs, their wants, their desires, like you you can become an incredibly successful person. And then that, that one skill set, which is sales, in my personal opinion, I label it persuasion, um, can, can open up a myriad of doors. That's the one skill that I think everybody should learn because the deal is we're selling every day. We're selling every day. I'm selling my wife when, you know, I want to have people over for scotch and cigars. You know, she's selling me when she wants to go buy like 20 more plants and turn our house into a forest, like you're always selling. Right. Mm -hmm. But in mm -hmm. my opinion, the greatest salespeople of all time are the best storytellers. And, and that's that what I would say. I would say, I would say master a skill or two that, you know, you're going to use in the longevity of your pursuit. Mm, I love that. Mo, how can my people, how can my listeners get a hold of you? How can they, uh, find out more about you. How can they follow you? Are you on social media? Can you share your yeah, information? Yeah. Uh, uh, Real Mona Bolsi on like everything. Real. And Mona I'll have Bolsi. it in the show notes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can go to my website. You can email me, mo at monobolsi.com. But uh, I use Instagram as a communications tool, really. Um, so it's just like my messaging platform. So that's probably the best, best way you guys can reach me. Just Real Mona Bolsi. Gotcha. And then, and then your podcast habits of the few, is that on all mm -hmm. platforms? That's on all platforms. If you just Google it, you'll see it. Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and all that stuff. That's cool. That's dope. Mo, thank you for being a guest on the shark effect, my man. I, I, uh, I look forward to having you on again sometime, my man. Yeah. I look forward to having you on mine next week. Let's go. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Shark Effect Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at thesharkeffect.com. Thanks for listening. It's here, finally. 
my book, The Ultimate Playbook for Higher Achievement. You can get it on Amazon in the uh, paper paperback version, or you can get it on Kindle. And who this book is an in, intentionally created for is for those who are looking to transition, whether you was an athlete or an executive or a successful entrepreneur or whatever. If you're looking to transition into something different, this book can help you. I break it down. I lay down the foundation of who you want to be. I have a chapter in there that breaks down and boils down leadership, which is influence. And you got to understand these 10 influencers that can help you with decision making, that can help you with influencing others. And how are you influenced? I have chapters in there that really breaks down my system of assignment, alignment, and adjustment. Um, recognizing the power of your environments is a chapter. Developing your own procedures, creating relationship roadmaps, using adversity to your advantage, right? Because we all go through tough times, but how do you flip it? How do you use it to power you, okay? And then developing your own standards. So these are things that can help anybody, not just, not just athletes. Now, there's some stories in there, you know, that covers topics that, that resonate with athletes, but I think overall, this book can help um, anyone who is looking to transition into becoming successful in something new, something different. Okay, so make sure, check it out. Amazon, the ultimate playbook for high achievement.